0: Those are some funky headphones you have on.
1: Yeah, my fucking earphones, the left one, farted out, so I had to borrow Paulina's.
0: I hope you don't uh, wear those out. I only wear these out. Yeah, it looks I kind I don't even look...
1: connect them into anything. I just feel like the style helps.
0: It kind of looks Actually, like... Yeah, and
1: I'll show you what it looks like normally, because I just...
0: It kind just of looks like... Just around my
1: neck and like going for a power walk.
0: Yeah, it looks like you're going to for a power walk and then to the construction site. <laughs> but then your frame highly visible. Your frame, your frame. No one would think you're actually. That's not true. Doing you, you. The only way you'd be on a construction site. I could, would be I way- could
1: absolutely be an electrician.
0: No, you couldn't. I could you'd absolutely be, be an electrician. You'd be on a construction site as like one of the suit. You no. know this. I always feel bad for that. when you, when you see no. like a, a construction kind of crew working and then there's like the the hard. Blokes that are working their asses off, and there's just guys in suits, and they've got hard hats on too. And <clears throat> I feel like they they shouldn't have hard hats on. They're the they're the
1: like authoritative types who've spent I know. the years on the site, and now they've like leveled up. But underneath, no, they they're still like ripped. No, they would have studied.
0: They'd be the architects and the. Engineers. I've watched the
1: videos. They're all ripped underneath.
0: But construction guys aren't ripped. They're stocky yeah they're, they're usually stocky.
1: I would definitely fit in on a construction site more than you would fit in on a construction site please tell me how how could it possibly be you how could i Could I can't even imagine you like walking next to a construction site. I'd just be one of those cool guys that I bring the coffees in every day and like all right guys let's get these wires in i've um I got my two by fours and the um, wrench let's let's make this house. Hey guys, it's Jim here. Got your you got, got your Americanos. Um, it's seven a.m. Let's uh, let's make this house, eh? I'll get some of the wires in. You guys get the um, plasterboards. Um, now, guys,
0: I took the initiative of bringing everyone coffee. I didn't know what you guys wanted, so I just assumed you all wanted frappes.
1: And just just look at my physique, as we all know, I'm I'm just an electrician, and no one's ever questioned it because I just look the part. Do you like this vest? It matches my earphones.
0: I would I would be the the self-defacing one. Like I probably wouldn't work that hard. Do you say self-defacing? Yeah, just, I'll just make jokes at myself and they all will find it <laughs> funny and cute. Oh, you sweet thing. I'll get in first before they do because they would. They You're would. right, I wouldn't survive in a construction site. I, think I even get nervous walking past it as a pedestrian. It's just because they wolf whistle at you. <laughs> I wish they were at me too. That would be quite nice. Just a, a little I bit past of positive it, I enforcement. I'll walk past, past an instruction, a construction site and then sometimes I might walk back because I didn't get the reaction that I wanted. Yeah. And then next time
1: you like just lower your pants
0: a little bit. Lower my pants.
1: Yeah. Just like just sag them just a little bit so there's a little bit more butt crack. Because
0: that's what they want. They're that's like what they want. other
1: butt crack. That's, it's that's like why they've fact. all got it. Exactly. They I'm wouldn't. Just, they wouldn't do it if they didn't like
0: it. They just. I haven't, you haven't thought flirting this Flirting with each other. Yeah. I don't think either of us. I think we should just stick to um, podcasting.
1: I think I've got bigger guns than you. Nah. We'll leave it to the viewers to decide. Welcome to Deep Thought, everybody. This is a uh, thank you. Paul, Paul, just take that one again welcome to deep force everybody this is a thinky talky podcast and we talk about things we muse about the real intricacies of the human condition and uh come to some conclusions which hopefully will help you in your life sitting over the internet today through the facetime chat protocol michael zabreckity say hi hi
0: Hi. and i'm nick how we doing I wrote, some, I wrote some things down. Look, <sighs> okay, I came with notes. Jeez. Oh, so what's new with me? <sighs> well, um, I told you before that I, I've started to walk differently. <laughs> I don't remember that. Please go yeah, on. I remember I said, remind me to tell you how, how I've got this new work, walk. Okay, yep. So I was... Uh, I was at the supermarket and by myself, and I was just buying some some uh, some apples. And I just, like, noticed that I was walking with this... Do you want to see it? Oh, you probably can't see it. Sh- no, I won't. Yeah, no, I want to see it. Of course okay. I want to see it.
1: Well, you're not going to be able to see much, is all. Well, just make sure that you um, just walk towards the camera. He can't hear me. He's taking his ears out. Okay, so he's strutting. He's kind of... Oh, it's very, like... It is very Louis C.K. It's very Louis C.K.
0: It's not. but No, um, it
1: is. It's 100%. It's like Louis C.K. walking down a New York street, and he's a bit like, oh, I've got nowhere to be, and I don't really know which direction I want to go in. And I might go right for a little bit, and I might go left for a
0: little bit. But I'm also not in a rush. Well, maybe there's a splash of that. You look like um, a sexual predator. I watched uh, David Letterman's new program have you seen it um the netflix interview with obama yeah i haven't seen and it he's just got this because he's such a tall guy he's got this cool walk and it's kind of like a tall man's walk because i saw someone else doing it who was also quite tall mm, can't remember who it was but I, st- I started to just i just thought i i was walking in the supermarket i was like why am i walking like that and then i like backtracked and realized that I was imitating David Letterman I've got no business to
1: So sorry, did that. you catch yourself in an unfamiliar walk? Yeah. Were you subconsciously just trying out I know. new walks?
0: That, 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 was the, that was the crazy thing that I was doing it subconsciously
1: That's um, that's an interesting development
0: Yeah um, Are you going to stick with it? Are you feeling no. like this is the new you? I want to. I think it's a qu- quite a cool walk, and I was trying to. Can do you it just show it to me my... again?
1: I know this is indulgent for our listeners, but I just I feel like I need to see another glimpse of it.
0: It's yeah. It's just a short space,
1: uh, yeah, and you kind of need just, to that's... see my legs
0: because it's about oh. my my feet. Kind of my feet kind of start out and then go in.
1: Okay. so you're like you're sort of doing like little it's arcs. Kind of it's not like it's a straightforward casual. like you're on a treadmill. Each foot is sort of swinging out swinging like a semicircle. In. Yeah, and swinging back in. Right, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll picture uh, that now. Just show it to me again, and I'll just I'll just get another mental image going. Okay. okay, he's um he's headed to the back of the room. I might
0: take my glasses as
1: well. He's put his glasses on. He's um, wearing a suit um, for some reason. Suit and jeans. Suit top and jeans. Okay, so it looks like he's just... Okay, one hand in pocket. Yeah. And then sort of like a side-to-side sort of swagger. It, it does give me a real sense of, like, um, a Louis C.K., but also that time a little bit more of a Jerry Seinfeld, like a strutting up to the mic. Just kind it's of a, like he's got this, i got, I got nowhere to be. You're going to bloody wait for me.
0: Yeah, I think that's what I liked about it. It's just confident and casual, which is...
1: And I think that time, because you had your hand in your pocket, it was yeah. like, yeah, this guy knows what's up.
0: Yeah, like, I don't need this, but, uh, you know, I'm happy to be here.
1: Because normally when you, I've often thought this, your current walk, like, or your classic walk, I suppose it is now, I've always thought it makes you look like a fucking idiot. So it's just nice that you're sort of experimenting a little bit and you can, you know, maybe improve those perceptions of people when you walk into a job interview, say, or um, when you're at a funeral, you know. um.
0: (laughs) Because that's what everyone's paying attention to at a funeral.
1: You just, you just didn't do yourself any
0: favours. We haven't seen Michael in a few years. He's oh, walking differently. He's walking different. Good on him. When I was younger, my dad did always uh, tell me off for walking because my, my right foot would stick out, so my left foot would be straight and my right foot would stick out and he'd, I'd walk like that.
1: Wait, can you say that again?
0: So my left foot would be straight, and my right foot would be a oh, bit of an angle out to the side. Oh, you had a, bit of a walk casual like that. righty. And <laughs> Is that the magical term. Um, and he used to like try and he'd he'd literally walk behind me and kick my right foot back in. He'd go, like, "Walk straight, your right foot sticking out." And then I did drama class, and we had we had to do like a a, a warm up game where we'd all walk in a circle, and you'd have to kind of copy the. Person in front, and try and walk <laughs> walk like them. I don't really know how that makes sense because like Chinese whispers for walking, I guess, or like oh can't say that. But um, and the the guy behind me would accentuate the right foot sticking out. So it was definitely a thing. Wow, and you've clearly never let it go. Yeah, well, I think like a lot of things I that I haven't let go that about my. Uh, it does feel upbringing. like the
1: theme of this year's podcast so far has been just glimpses of the historical abuse from your father, <laughs> which is quite a nice sort of subtext to just play it,
0: with. It is um, not not to, too comforting to to think that he, he sometimes does listen to this <laughs> just to see if I've talked shit about him. Hi, Peter. I hope you enjoyed this one. Don't, don't address it. Don't address it. It's weird. No, I, I had a great upbringing.
1: I miss you, Peter.
0: Oh, come on.
1: Have you watched um, Deadwood, Peter? Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's a pretty good sort of historical series, and uh, if you're someone who's liked The Wire, um, I can only recommend it. David Milch, some of the best writing.
0: Please don't talk to my father like that. I miss you,
1: Peter. <laughs> um, what else is on your list?
0: Um... I know there's oh, yeah. one
1: thing for sort of later the the sort of late in the day, late in the podcast. I've got okay. that stored away that you've asked me to prompt you.
0: Alright, I've forgotten what that is, but the other thing was, um uh, I saw Phantom Thread. Oh uh, yeah, I I'm not seen gonna it yet. I'm not gonna talk about it because uh I'll just get carried away, but I uh, I had a beard two days ago and I went and saw the film and I went home and shaved because I wanted to look and I I noticed a vague similarity in the hair of Daniel Day-Lewis' character and my hair. And I was like, I think I just want to look like that. So I shaved.
1: Is that why you are wearing a suit top as well?
0: No, um, I'm going to dinner after this. Oh. Yeah. Um, Which is after this. (laughs) I could have taken it off. I just haven't. Makes me feel better. But yeah, it turns out I don't look anything like Daniel Day-Lewis. Shaved or unshaved.
1: Well, just put the hair back on your face. Uh,
0: but there is uh, there is a link there between, you know, adopting David Letterman's walk, trying to look like Danny D. Lewis, and it's been a prevailing thing in my uh-huh. life. Just uh and this may tie back into the father figure slash daddy issues thing of adopting of uh, of um uh I don't. I can't think of the word right now. But it's kind of putting certain men up on a pedestal and like really trying to emulate them, because I think that does happen in my brain.
1: Well, you could do worse than Daniel Day Lewis. I mean, yeah, he was I think, our first
0: president. I think, I think I picked right in my mentors, but it's it's a little uncomfortable to think that that I'm doing that. It's just so It's strange though, because you've
1: never like. As far as I've known, you've never actively tried to look like me. Um, and I'd like—I just know that you know—you've always kind of looked up to me. And as you're saying, like those sort of big influential figures in your
0: life, you'd, you've sort of copied their look or their style. Yeah, but um, these—they're all quite, quite like stylish men in their own right. I mean, I, I copy your style in terms of maybe your personality. Uh, and less of I'm just like talking how more like physicality. Visually, yeah, visually, visually, there's I can't really see anything that I would want to um, copy, but that's not necessarily a an insult. It just that means like like what what would I what would I start doing?
1: I'd just tell you where I buy my t-shirts.
0: Um, Wearing new nor- socks today. You know I know where you buy your t-shirts. The normal store. <laughs> They have great bargains. And For the it's affordable. average man. For yeah. the average man. Who's neither here nor there. <laughs> I'm a very fashionable person. Yeah. Um, yeah no.
1: Johan Johansson, that's sad, eh?
0: Oh fuck. I've I got home from work quite late last night. And just before I went to bed, the little pitchfork thing came up. And actually it was the um it was from Johan Johansson's Facebook page and it just said it was it was unclear. It just said um on behalf of management, we would like to uh, mourn our dear friend Johan. They didn't even say Johansson. And I was like, well, are there like just heaps of people in Iceland called Johan? (laughs) And there's just another one? Uh, And then I like Googled it and it was, I was like, oh fuck, now I have to sleep. And then I just dreamt of like death. Yeah. Yeah. He was 48.
1: He was fucking young. And I don't, uh, yeah, like it's so it's, unclear. It's yet, that, We don't well, know what it is, right?
0: I think that's why, because it's because it's, it's it has to be tragic. There was no, there's no sign of. Um, of he passed away Ill, from Ill, a, Ill, a long battle with cancer, but illness. he was with his friends and family, or yeah. So you got to think some sort of tragedy, suicide. Well, or it could have like just that. been like a fucking freak
1: accident or something crazy. Yeah.
0: Either way, tra- tragic. Yeah. tragic ones really take your breath yeah. away when they happen, and. Yeah, and he just writes such amazing music. If you go through his discography, there's so, yeah. many, so many about about death and passing. Like everything seems to just fit. Yeah. It's like he's just soundtrack, he's in, soundtracking his own death. Yeah. That's yeah, real sad. sad. Great musician.
1: Yes. Um,. So uh I had floated a topic idea uh, a little bit earlier this week which I thought was um uh, the idea of criminal justice right what do we what do you think the punishment for crime should be and what what should we as humans do for people that are bad or crazy or that kind of thing
0: Is that no mm. <clears throat> Yeah appeal I think I will have things to say about that Have you um Watch Mindhunter. I watched the first
1: episode. Yeah, the first episode was a bit weird, but I really enjoyed the series by the end of it. I thought you Fincher, watched it all of it? Yeah, Fincher is, you know, just one of the great directors. He's the best. Yeah. I found it quite boring. Yeah, the first episode I... doesn't like it. It's basically, it, it's the first two was filmed as like a movie, effectively. So you kind of see half of it and you don't get any kind of satisfaction until the second half yeah um but the the premise of that series is uh sitting down with convicted serial killers and getting them to explain what was going through their head when they did these things and it's based on a real book um and based on a real guy in the fbi who um in the 70s 60s and 70s so i had to think about this and um and petitioned his bosses to let him go in and speak to serial killers because he wanted to know why they thought and did the things they did so they could try and stop more people. And it's just had me in this really kind of interested mood ever since finishing it, like about the way that we treat people that have committed crimes and also the way that we put people in jail, which is a you know, a punishment because it's limiting their freedoms. But at the same time, it doesn't seem to have an an outcome or an outlook which is intended to, you know, fix them of any problems or, you know, rehabilitate them away from committing that again. So I guess, you know, we like to make pronouncements on this show about, you know, oh, in the future our kids will look at us and be like, I can't believe you ate actual cows. Um, And I'd just be interested to know your thoughts on whether... um, you can foresee any changes in the way that we administer punishment
0: yeah well i think now we have a i think we'll look back and on our the way we incarcerate people and the way we deal with crime and criminals as pretty primal because it does seem to be like a you did a bad thing we we remove you from society so that's what prison is it's your removal of society and clump all the people that we do bad together I don't know much of the prison system I imagine that there's like like health mental uh, and health workers trying to work with them but there doesn't seem to be a visible framework to try and uh, really really rehabilitate people or, or maybe it's just maybe it's just not possible but can I, I'm just, can I just zoom out a little bit sure on this and because uh, I was just reminded I was talking about, I've talked about this with you, I was talking about this with someone else the other day, and I was kind of giving my theory that everything that was uh, that is happening was always going to happen from the moment of the Big Bang and that this is just a um, a, the result of momentum of atoms from that Big Bang, and uh, so basically... The there is no free will kind of argument? Well, there... There, there is and there isn't. Like, well, you can make choices,
1: but you would never make a different choice again. Yes, because exactly. you made the choice based on all the factors that you'd ever experienced in that moment, and going back and trying that choice again with the exact same, you know, things leading up to it would push you in the exact same answer again.
0: Exactly. And the person said, "Well, why do we lock up prisoners then? Because if someone's gonna, if someone murders someone, they were always gonna murder them." I so like, "Yeah, but." but we still need to function as a we still need to function as a society and removing them from society does you know it does help us i guess well
1: i mean that's that that, that question doesn't negate the point of the no free will argument the whole no free will argument implicitly requires past actions to inform future actions so locking someone up or punishing someone does still have an influence in a society where there's no free will because yeah. a punishment is what informs a choice in the future. Yeah. The 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 distinction is that you're arguing that in infinite timelines with infinite Michaels and that infinite choice it would always make the same choice because the decision making came down to a series of processes that yeah.
0: genetics that and identical. experience. Yeah. But
1: see the the flip side to that is Okay, so what if I make a decision solely on flipping a coin, and that's a uh, random series of external chance? Could that well, not have gone either way?
0: No, because because the way that you flip the coin would still that doesn't change anything. The way that you flip the coin would have always been the same. I mean, if it's if it's kind of determined like if the laws of of um, the universe are determined like that, and it is uh, a a, a like a consequence of Atom's momentum, then the coin's going to flip the same way as well. And as well as the decision to have flipped the coin to make the decision to see if there is free will. Yeah,
1: that bit I get about the choices. It's just the whether or not the Atoms are always going to have played out in this exact way. But I uh, suppose I if you I, extrapolate from, okay, there was one Atom at the start, and then it became two Atoms... And then those two atoms could only interact with each other in X number of ways mm. or in one specific way with their initial velocity and initial momentum. And then they collided, and then a thing happened, and then a thing happened, and then a thing happened.
0: Yeah. I which suppose is, which I can is, see
1: how you extrapolate all the way to physical reality working the way that it did.
0: Whenever I bring it up, whenever I bring up that theory, I don't like I I'm pretty sure, like, I'm, it's one of those things, like, I'm pretty sure that it's right. Like, when I think about it, like, I've spoken to you about it, and I think you've—I don't think you were totally on board with that on that theory. But I, I'm pretty—I'm like pretty sure it's right. But like, I'm sure like Brian Cox will come out and say something about that. "Oh yeah, probably not." Mm. So, um,
1: sorry, That's to, my guess to bring That's it back guess. down to yeah, sorry. the topic. Okay. It was um, oh, shit. Uh, we were talking about should you punish people if everything they did was preordained
0: and you were saying ah so if it's so punishment's different well I guess if you're removing them from society that is a punishment and you're depriving them of freedoms you know
1: you're feeding them shit food They only get to read these books they don't get the sunlight you know it's not just we're taking them out of a physical place it's like you have to do what we say it's
0: Yeah, it's 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 so tricky because I I part part of me wants to think think that no matter no matter what, and this is so idealistic, but no matter what anyone's done, no one else ethically has the right to deprive anyone of life because it's like it's life. Life is the only thing that we that we have. Like like life doesn't even mean anything in itself, and in hundred thousand years, we might not even be a species, and we might not have even been. There might be no trace of us left. And just like cosmically, I think it's immoral. It's immoral to deprive someone of of life, but then they've done it. But so I, yeah, I, get I, it. I get it. I think that's yeah.
1: I think that's my response to that. Is that well, they know that it's their life, yeah. and you know that True. there's only one of them, and they know how society operates, so yeah. they're not going into it blind about potential repercussions
0: yeah and I, i'm not i'm not saying we shouldn't no listen, no i know just it's like, just amusing. That, yeah it's a hug it's a hard but i hard do hard hear to... what you're saying
1: you're like but I, I suppose that's just more of a statement like wow you guys really made a choice didn't you to like throw this away with whatever yes. that action was
0: and and um I mean, what, I mean, clearly what they've done is something so much more... I mean, imagine someone who's murdered someone. What they've done, like, if it was like a... a imagine if it was just like a, a, a... They've murdered a stranger on the street, and it was swift, and that person had a life, and as far as they know, we're going to have a life for a, a, a you know, great number of years after that. And then all of a sudden, with that, they, don't even, they don't even know that they don't have a life anymore. So just like it's just gone, yeah. I just got, I just got. My life is none, and I don't. That's my consciousness, my chance to have consciousness ever in in the universe. The which only is time already, there was ever me, there was ever me, is yeah. now done, never to come back. Yeah, amazing. And we, our brains can't, our brains cannot fathom not dying though. <laughs> which is it is which is pretty funny
1: and particularly you'd have to think in the case of someone who who commits like a a murder of that nature like it, it is that kind of that question of well, it's not even a question like that verges on the whole sociopathy of it all where it's like you don't see these people as other people because no. if you actually valued how precious our life is they they couldn't actually commit that crime in the first place
0: yeah it- I know. I just, I just basically said life is precious. But then, when you said it, um, <laughs> maybe, maybe I maybe just really like to disagree with you. <laughs> but, but is life precious? Like, it is it? Isn't it? Isn't?
1: It isn't. I, I don't. What's your argument that it isn't?
0: That's, that's it's plentiful. That there's really, Lots of it out there. No. It, well, no, that's not it. It's that. I mean, what is it really? I mean, it doesn't. It's just being. So you're
1: just casually it's... asking, "What's the meaning of life?"
0: <laughs> I'm not asking that. I'm. I'm saying you're just that... asking,
1: "What is life, and what are you meant to do with it?" <laughs> no,
0: but I mean, I mean, what? What actually is it, though? Like, let's well, go here. It's consciousness. It's consciousness. How you're defining, but, okay, it, right? so what? What's consciousness? Consciousness is the ability to uh, ab- absorb uh, to compute the the data in the universe to know that there is things. Uh-huh. That what? Is that really that great? It's fucking miraculous. I know it's fucking miraculous, but you wouldn't really care if you didn't have it. If you didn't
1: know that things could be conscious, then yeah, you, it wouldn't matter to you. It's the whole plants <laughs> don't feel pain thing, right? It's like... If you're of a lower order that doesn't have consciousness, not even like animalian consciousness, if you're just like a fucking, if you're a moss, right? It doesn't fucking matter whether you're conscious or not. <coughs> killing, yeah. killing, like taking a life, no, no, like moss is like, oh no, Steve, moss, ah, my buddy Steve, they, they fucking <laughs> ripped him off his rock, man. He was just sitting there, he was in the fucking cave, and they, they fucking ripped him off the rock. It just Steve the moss. It, Steve the moss. is my new character. Um, <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be Agatha the algae. <laughs> we can go tour. <laughs> um, yeah. So it, it's it's only because people are conscious. It's only because we're intelligent species that the idea of punishment at all. Really. Well, that's possibly not true. I think you see the animal kingdom. There's probably punishment for miscreants and that kind
0: of thing. But it's that is it seems, definitely
1: like primal.
0: But it seems to be in the animal, and I'm just thinking of like bonobos or chimps. That um, and I, I basically know nothing apart from watching David Atwood documentaries and a bit of Jane Goodall. That like the the uh, it's like socially for for those primates, they kind of. Punish based on like one thing, rather than like, all right, you've got, you don't get like chances. I feel like in the chimp community, you don't go like, all right, Brian, you fucked up a couple of times. It doesn't like build up. It's just no. like, yeah, it's just like one thing and you're done.
1: Yeah. Well, it's it's like the whole like um, territorial thing. The moment that like one male steps into the other one, you're just like, not nope, fucking going to kill you now. <laughs> yeah. You're just dead. <laughs> yeah. It's a one. It just made one mistake. It's and that, just reacting. I mean, but... That's a fa- That's, you know, Darwinism is the ultimate, you know, punishment, right? It's, sure. you did a stupid thing and now you will no longer commit, like contribute to society because yeah. you were dead. Um, so I, I I suppose that's an interesting thought experiment is is our current justice system you know social Darwinism? are we trying to exclude from society the bad actors so that the rest of us can normalize and proceed without that kind of threat or
0: yeah I guess um i guess with with murder it's it's not obviously it's not always. It's not always like an attack based on you know greed or something like that. It's it's uh, you know it could be to uh, like a to a couple, and in the heat of a the moment they you know they've had no history of violence or anything. In the heat of the moment, they have just done something out of a rush of adrenaline and a rush of rage, and done something that has taken away someone's ability to have consciousness forever, and. And taken away their if they get prosecuted and charged, and taken away their freedoms for the rest of their life. Like, do we? We do. We. I feel like we ought to. We ought to give people a second chance in those type of situations. But again, it's going to be so difficult to actually put a framework in place because a framework needs to apply to all kind of needs to be there for all types of cases without specifically um, applying to you know with the understanding that all cases are going to be different.
1: Yeah, it's got to account for the variables Yeah. I mean it was interesting because I did a criminology course at at, um, uni and it was one of the most interesting ones I did. We got to go to the Adelaide Remand Centre so I got to actually see like a prison from the inside
0: Um, Were Were there prisons in there?
1: The prisoners in the prison but not in the space that we were. They in. didn't see you. Oh, they saw us. Cuz yeah, no they did because How shit with that. Be? Yeah, it was a bit it was a strange it's experience. A zoo. Like we were looking How at people's were... um, cells and things and they had windows on the inside of the cell looking out to a central courtyard and so they'd put all the prisoners out in the courtyard to like play basketball and do weights and stuff and we were like just a bunch of uni students just wandering around the inside of the cells and so when we're like looking they're like oh come in here's here's someone's bunk the guy was just like staring at us through the window from the courtyard just watching as we like looked in his
0: room (laughs) don't touch my stuff yeah crazy i don't think i could go to a prison no i think you would definitely go to a prison yeah obviously i'd go but like yeah i'd be very apologetic to the prisoners, yeah,
1: I bowed to everyone as I oh, would. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah. uh, some sweet pics of girls on the walls there. Mm, the good stuff. <laughs> Is that how you tried to build a rapport? Yeah, I, I didn't just shop, you know, working out at the gym. How,
0: what do you think would happen if you just went to prison? So imagine, all right. So you go, you go to uh, Indonesia and someone's planted some ecstasy pills in your thing, they, you're done, whatever, you go to prison. Am what I in an Indonesian
1: prison, or am I, do I get extradited uh, back to Australia? No, you're
0: going back to Australia. Okay. Like, just think about, what do you think would actually How long, long am I in for? Is it like a 20 year? Years.
1: 20, 20 years. 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. 20 years, Jesus. Okay. Do, do I have want- any chance of parole? It's got to be like I'm in. I'm in for at least ten years. Yeah. Okay. Let's do, let's do ten years. Okay. Um, like
0: mentally, mentally, what, what are you gonna do?
1: Well, I, I have what? to assume, just knowing my personality, I would be the one that's like reading books, you know, working in, you know, just doing those like prison jobs. Like I'll work in the cafeteria or something. Are you gonna have
0: a strategy like for how you're gonna interact with people socially? Like, are you gonna yeah, like see, read up? That's the part up, which scares me. Read up heaps on like how to deal with prison. Oh, there must be those books out there. There must be those books. Yeah, how you're about? So you're about, well, to and to there prison. will be like ones like written Prison from, for Dummies.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but like that—that'd be the thing. Like if like the whole like intimidation game sort of thing. Like those early first days, where it's like, mm. her, who's like, how am I gonna fit in with this
0: group of people? So you want to to, you're gonna you're gonna want to assert yourself, but everyone's gonna know that, that that's what you're doing, and yeah. everyone knows that it's, like it's all just like like. Alright, so this mate. is a pri- private school kid. He's definitely not gonna do us any harm. He just wants to be scared. They just they'll smell it on you. Yeah, the, the, you, Your only chance would be to just buddy up with you know find a find a find a wife. <laughs> no, i reckon. Um, yeah, I mean, I, that's the I think only that would option. genuinely. I think that would genuinely. Well, that's would be my strategy.
1: Yeah, you need to like, you just need to hope that someone likes you enough to like help you when you first get in there. I think I would Until you can like, a, you spend like it. a good like five years just working, like lifting weights every day enough to be like no longer
0: pick onable. But then you don't, you won't be able to. I think lifting weights is like for you and me, it's not going to do anything. We need like, we need like heaps of protein in our diet. So if we don't already have that, we can't. We're not going to get well, bigger I'm... in prison. We might just get tired. I think we'd definitely get bigger <laughs> in prison. Nah. I don't think it works like that. Really? You need to like. You've got to... nothing else to do. Like, you and I are, are quite lean. No, yeah. but it's all it's all diet though, Nick. Like, yeah. You and I are quite lean. But no not, matter how much like we he... work out, we're not going to get like. It's not going to go bigger and bigger. We need to eat heaps of protein. I've been researching this.
1: But it's not... (laughs) How's your vegetarian um, bodybuilding diet going?
0: We'll talk about that later.
1: Okay. Um, In terms of uh, the whole... uh, Just going back to what you were saying about the sort of the um, the act of passion thing, like a murder, which is um, not meditated, but it was in the moment, you're just like, ah, grab the knife and like, Jabbing his face, mm. um, in this criminology course that I was going to, the the guy basically said, um, the idea of deterrence as a criminal justice concept is basically flawed. It, it's it's meaningless. The whole like, oh, we're going to crack down on crime. You know, the police, we got you know, we've got a big surge of things The idea of deterrence is is useless because if it's like deterrence for a serious crime. Half of all murders are non-meditated, right? They just like spur of the moment, like just fucking grabbed the knife and stabbed him, right? And that's the spur of the moment. So you weren't thinking about consequences. You weren't. You didn't have any concept, you know, idea of what what you're doing. It's just like ah, fucking kill you. So you're not going to be deterred by that. And then premeditated things, they already know the consequences. They've already decided that they can get away with it because you wouldn't do it if you didn't think you could get away with it, right? Not necessarily. No one's going to commit a murder. Unless that you're in like a TV drama that you don't think you're going to get away with.
0: Yeah, well, I think they'd be in the minority, at
1: least. Absolutely. Well, it, how many people were like, "I'm going to murder this person, but I'll probably get caught."
0: I think uh, it's, it, that, that that just sounds like kind of noble to me. Like, imagine if imagine if someone raped your, your daughter, and then you'd be like, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill this. guy. I'm gonna kill him, and I'm gonna be put away, but then at least I would have killed him." <sighs>
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's anything other than just, like, a TV trope.
0: Really? I'm sure Oh, okay.
1: In Australia? Maybe in the US, where everyone's got guns and shit.
0: I started to get really worried the other day about, like... Because, you know, we think about our lives, and, like, we're kind of in our late 20s now, and, like, I don't know, probably a bit optimistic, and there's, like, a lot of hope, because our... Our choices uh, and our options for the path for our life are, seem pretty wide, and that, and as you get older, obviously they get smaller and smaller. And then I was thinking about having kids. I was like, yeah, I'd love to have kids one day. And then I thought, man, imagine, imagine if I my kid something really bad happened to my kid, and I start to get really like scared about my kid that I don't have. Mm. Like uh, something, and that caused me. Uh, and when I think about my life now, like uh, imagine what my life would be. It's it's never, it, it never. There's never like a really big tragedy. But imagine uh, that I, I have a kid, and then something really bad happens, and and it just changes me, changes my personality for the rest of my life. And I was like, fuck. I maybe I shouldn't have kids because I don't think I could take that. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, um <laughs> the do you know rob delaney
1: rob delaney is an uh, american comedian um probably most prominently known for the comedy show which he made in britain um catastrophe there's been three seasons of it it had um vaguely um, rings a bell yeah it had uh carrie fisher um (laughs) very 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 funny um british comedy series with this guy in it and he's just a, a funny guy on twitter and And just a really, like, entertaining person. And he just posted yesterday a um, a tweet with a link to a Facebook post um, which said that um, he was sad to report that his two-and-a-half-year-old son had died of brain cancer. And he (laughs) and his wife and his two um, other kids um, were all in grief and, you know, they'd been... When they had an operation on him when he was one, and that had basically made him um, had had some serious repercussions. But he was he'd learnt sign language after the fact of that like operation, and then like battled on and been in care for a bit, and then basically succumbed in early January. And it was just this you know devastating Facebook post that he put up, and he just like fuck, this is the like (laughs) just the worst. (laughs) the worst thing imaginable to have like a two-year-old die of brain cancer which is one of those things where you're just like how do you even how do you even fucking go on from that you know
0: yeah Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to think (laughs) this might be an insensitive uh, train of thought but like do you think it would be worse to lose a kid at at two and we should let's break this down like is it worse to lose a child at at 2 or 10 when they've started to develop a personality or when they've already built up a life like what
1: Yeah, I think I mean, if, I... if they're under 18 it's all kind of tragic because it still feels like they they weren't even adults yet so they still had the entirety of their life against them. Yes, I think but... you could um, you'd still see personality in 2-year-olds. You know, yeah. I don't think,
0: I mean... But, but at, at that stage, you are mostly kind of, you know, it's potential, it's imagining... It's, um,
1: no, I, I, honestly, I don't think any of them is going to be more or less fucking difficult.
0: Yeah, I guess there's no point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's just, I mean, it was just like one of those terrible fucking things.
0: Is it unethical to bring people into the world? No.
1: okay don't I do you think that it what's your argument for
0: <laughs> that the depends it depends where you are in the world i guess but the possibility that you have a i mean i would say that any consciousness is better than no consciousness so even if you're fucking miserable that's going to be better than being dead because
1: or not having been Anything. Yeah. 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 I think so I would say
0: that. I think a lot of people would say that if you're suffering, then. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I'm
1: yeah, I think that's my own thoughts. I think that's the thing, which is that if you bring your life into the world, it's with the hope that it can be great. And but. Then it, if it's not, then that's a different thing. But I don't yes. think that the, the sheer
0: act of it is, is unethical. I guess not. I don't know. I just, i just, I just get worried about imaginary things now. It's, it's, I don't know what's happening.
1: Well, it's just you know, considering <laughs> <laughs> the state of the world, it's not you know, it's not unreasonable it, it, to it be is, thinking
0: about. It is good. To, I choices. It is, it, it is good to think about it.
1: Um, I guess,
0: in a way, like if you bring a child into the world, like you, you should definitely have thought about it. You'd be so pre- you love that thing. More than anything you would have ever loved before, and you might lose it. Like you might, you might be in, you know, a relationship with someone that you love, knowing that it, they might break up with you, or something. Mm. Yeah,
1: I guess you just you
0: have to try and you have to hope. I really want to have a kid, like now. I could have a kid now. Like, not financially, like, I probably shouldn't. I shouldn't have a kid, but, like, if I if I had, like, money and stuff, mm. I would have a kid now, to be honest.
1: That's I
0: have a little baby. Exciting revelation? Not really. I think, <clears throat> I think I've always wanted to have a kid.
1: No, I would just mean, like, the the active announcement that, like, now, you'd, you'd be up for it now. Because there's a difference between, oh, yeah, I want to have a kid someday, and there's, like, a, no, I want to have a kid now. Yeah, I think of yeah,
0: Wait, do you want to have kids, yeah,
1: but it feels it, I don't feel like I'm ready for that now, but
0: I don't, you don't I don't think you ever you ever feel ready for it,
1: yeah but, yeah. but the, no, I mean, there's a difference between like feeling ready to take after it uh, like to be responsible for an infant, and then there's like the ready in terms of where you are in the world, where you are in your life and your career and your goals and your stability and all that kind of thing yeah so like I think I could physically take care of a kid now but I don't think I'm ready in terms of everything else
0: yeah I think I think you'd be a pretty good dad yeah thanks likewise <laughs> really? yeah
1: I actually I, I I think it would
0: you know I reckon we'd be good dads yeah yeah the two of us, yeah, together,
1: and then our kids will do a podcast together,
0: <laughs> and then they'll just multiply, and then their kids will do. Oh, no, that's incest. I went. So speaking of incest, I went. My um, my parents came down to Melbourne the other day, that's and uh, the other week, yeah, whatever. Um, and they. So I've got my mum. I've never seen my mum side of the family. The the um Sri Lanka, her dad's brothers and sisters and everything. They all live in Melbourne. And I've just basically never seen them. So the mum mum's cousins, my is there like a grandfather version sense. of Uncle? Whatever that is. Great uncle? No.
1: no. I'm pretty sure it is.
0: No, great uncle is oh yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Um and yeah so and they were, so I went and visited them. They live about an hour outside of Melbourne. So I was like, I'll come over. They really want me to come. And mum said, come meet my cousin. So they're about mum's mom, age, about 55. And they're Sri Lankan. And they, they Yeah, um, very Sri Lankan. And they cooked this amazing, um, amazing food. And... Then I was asking how they met and stuff and they turned out that they had they had met in Sri Lanka. They had met independently of everyone else and then realised years after their marriage that they were actually first cousins.
1: First cousins.
0: First cousins. And they're still together. They're still together, they've got kids. And they're oh, all fine. Holy shit. They're not even, you know. And Wait, cousins, did you
1: know before this that they were first cousins? Or did you I find out in the course of asking this question, how did you meet? You found out in that I, moment.
0: No, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have asked if I did they were first cousins because my reaction was <laughs> not appropriate. <laughs> um, but they, they had a sense of humor about it and I'm, I'm sure they've gotten it a lot. Um, that reaction because I'm just like what the fuck and I just like I didn't know what to do I just laughed <laughs> uncontrollably. <laughs> to be fair, they brought it up. Yeah, it's Just say so we met on Tinder, whatever the sixties version of Tinder was. Um, light LSD, supermarket <laughs> LSD. Um, yeah, we met on LSD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, t- yeah, lovely, lovely people. But yeah, that's happens.
1: Wow, that's an but example. But yeah,
0: how did that not kill the... Uh, Should like, I pull out or... No, I just keep going. We've come this far. Yeah. <laughs> did they still have sex afterwards? Presumably they did, because they've got like four kids.
1: Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Mm. Speaking of amazing, it's time for Impression of the Week.
0: Michael. Uh-oh. You sent me yeah. a message this week. What was and you it? said,
1: Please prompt me. Oh God. Do you remember what the impression was? No, I don't. It was George Clooney as a duck. <laughs>
0: no, George Clooney as a chicken.
1: As a chicken. So, yeah. um I've been sitting patiently for fifty seven uh, minutes about yeah. this uh this conversation?
0: Wait, you know why I didn't remember this? Because it was fucking wasted when I sent you that message. What? Obviously. <laughs> Michael! Um, okay, it's really shit. Okay. And it's, it's pretty visual, but it's... You, you're doing a lot of chicken-related humour on the podcast lately. I was thinking that as well. I was, Not specifically on the podcast, but I was. I bought the chicken <laughs> hat. <laughs> wait, it, wait not it. just in the a podcast. No, because I've been saying chicken a lot because I realised that chicken is scientifically... The funniest word, <laughs> like is just that by true? itself. Well, I like no. Okay, there, so not true. Like, no, you've, it's a, it's a <laughs> fact <laughs> that you've
1: decided without any kind of
0: basis. I don't. I can't think of a word that's funnier than chicken? Chicken poop. Oh, yeah, but that's no. But see, okay, phonically, you, you want, phonically,
1: you phonically, poop is I mean? funny. Phonically, poop.
0: No, it's not chicken. So you're not saying it like the word, though. You're just sounding chicken. like the... No, but I mean, I'm, I'm emphasising the, the phonetics of it.
1: No, you're, you're saying the word to sound like a chicken. It's like me no. saying,
0: TOOKIN? Chicken. TOOKIN? <laughs> okay. <gasps> chicken. I think also chickens are just funny. Like, <laughs> exactly. You're implying all kinds funny. of
1: like chicken-related attributes onto the word that isn't there just in the letters. But don't chicken... think you're going to get out of this fucking impression. No, no, I'm
0: not. I'm just, I'm just going to say one more thing. Because I think also because chickens are just like always just hysterical. <laughs> they, just, they just live in hysterics all the time. <laughs>
1: yeah. There's a, never a, chicken's, any like a chicken's life chicken.
0: is just like... Ah, 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 ah.
1: <laughs> just everywhere it goes.
0: Hilarious. Hilarious creatures. Um, okay. It's going to be shit.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you undersold and you over Oh, I'm so sorry that no one at home got to witness that because it was actually... It was all about the, the staging. It was the physical embodiment of George Clooney. Just... Leaning back in his chair, one arm on the side and then turn the face to camera and with a questioning look, asked, chicken? And it was uncanny. Oh, brava, sir. Bravo. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, What a wonderful
0: end. Oh. Um, Yeah. I thought of that in an Uber as well. And uh... did you try it on the Uber driver? (laughs) Uh, uh, so I was in the, I was in the, uh, in the Uber with Emma, and we were, we had a few drinks, and we were on our way to something, and we were playing a game together that the Uber driver. We were trying to get the Uber driver to play, but he wasn't really having any of it. And it was um, basically you have to you just say a celebrity, and the other person has to do like the first impression that they could pos like could possibly do. <laughs> Good. And do you want to? Do you want have a quick go? Oh God! You know that I'm not good at impressions, Michael. I know that's why, but that's why it's good because you have I to. Don't think it is. Ha- it takes a few goes to like you have to just like you, it doesn't have it doesn't have to be good. You just have to like let your mind go and then just like do uh, the first thing that comes to it. It's kind of fun. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, let's let's have a quick uh, speed round. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Do you want do you want me to go first and kind of you know? Put you at ease,
1: as in I'll throw a name at you.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, Will Ferrell.
0: So when? Well, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's okay. So it's, so it's it's quite it's quite you're not having to even put a word together. No, I I wanted to. I should have taken more time. I could... Sh- okay, give me another one, and then I'll, I'll just take a bit more time and then properly form a sentence instead of just saying mush. Okay. Steve Carew. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Not good. I don't see right. it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat>
1: Harrison Ford. Oh, I'm a fucking Star Wars man. There's a bloody lightsaber. Oh, that was actually
0: good. Oh, that was actually semi-good. Really, that's really, that's really,
1: yeah. I, I held out the pistol as well. Uh,
0: um, okay. All right. Can you just, do, can I ask you to do one because you just did, you literally, that was the last thing that no, happened. If you, can, people can, just can I tremper. ask you to ask me a specific one? Because oh, okay. I've,
1: I've got, one. You've got one that you've prepared earlier in this speed <laughs> yeah. round which is but all about the very it, impromptu.
0: But I just know that I can do it. I've so, tried exactly. to do it. I just I haven't ever tried to do it out loud. I just like feel like I could do it.
1: <laughs> okay. Jamie Oliver. Okay. Oh, okay. Let me just think of a uh Let me think of a good one for you to just try spontaneously. How about <laughs> um <coughs> Oh, uh James Oliver.
0: Right, guys, welcome back. We've got some delicious food here. We've got some lovely fresh ingredients. All <laughs> organic, all delicious, beautiful flavors we We've got some lovely pasta. We've got some lovely cannelloni beans over there. We're going to put them all together. You're going to love it. It's going to be fantastic. You're very good at that. I know. I've been watching so much Jamie Oliver. You, you have been wasting your time on Owen Wilson. <laughs> I know. When you um, had a fucking Oliver in your pocket this whole time. He's funny as well because he slightly does... does um, um, oh God! <laughs> so ironic. <laughs> I forgot the word, but he's dyslexic. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, and he's got and, a bit uh, of that lisp as lisp. well. Yeah, he's a bit. I think he's a bit thick, to be honest. But he's just lovely. Fifteen-minute meals. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm. Yeah. I, all I watch basically is cooking shows these days. <laughs> I watch so much; it's unhealthy.
1: <laughs> Which is ironic. Oh, if you've enjoyed this kind of nonsense, then uh, please just just go go back in time, listen to early ones. We've got so many. We've got eighty six other episodes you could be listening to. So um, don't stop here. Let this good night roll on. Um, <laughs> find us at facebook.com forward slash deep four, or twitter.com slash deep four. You can send questions. You know, oh, we didn't we didn't do a mailbag. Should we do a cheeky mailbag mailbag after this? Um, yeah. Send a questions in your comments to deepfort at gmail.com. You know, if there's a topic that you want us to cover, like the <clears throat> justice system, um, then please get in touch. And then uh, while you're on the internet,
0: just go to iTunes and give us the old five stars. This podcast is like... The, I think about this podcast the same way I uh, kind of lost my faith in God. <laughs> in terms of... Go you know, on! I, Such good marketing. Shh Mr Motorbike. Um when I I used to like pray and then I sort slowly start to think that like I was in praying was like and believing in God was like just being in a room that you'd knock you'd knock on the door and think maybe maybe there's someone in the next in the in the next room. (laughs) But you'd never hear a knock back. But you try and keep knocking, and and this podcast is kind of like that. Like I don't know if anyone's actually listening to this. I act as though they are. We act as though they are. But are they? Because, but I mean, it doesn't seem like they are.
1: <laughs> the bigger question is: is there other people at all? Like, do I know that you exist, or is this all just like my singular perspective? And there's no evidence that anyone else is even real. So, true. Mailbag, mailbag. It's, it's the weekly, weekly mailbag. Default's mailbag. D4, it's mailbag. Hmm. Let's uh, let's just pull out the old uh, Gmails right now. I'll just have a quick, just quickly. I, I actually have a lot of faith in our users. You know, we've been calling for a few weeks now. They've had a month off in between episodes, so I expect that there will be hundreds of.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh, <shit>. um, <laughs> Nick, it's not looking good, is it? I still uh, find it strange that you've never let me access the Gmail, The d fort. Um,
1: so I, um, email
0: account. I, okay. I well, want to look, feel like a big boy. I
1: got. I got some good news and some bad news. <laughs> it's good. Okay. I uh, got my new email. Yeah. Let and, me guess. Uh, it's
0: pretty exciting.
1: <laughs> um, it's from someone called Ivy Feng. It's a real person. It sounds promising. And so the fun. title Ivy. of the email Here we go. is, you have a customer interested in your chocolate packing. Brilliant. What? you have a what customer doing... interested in your chocolate packing now this are is actually a business that we chocolates? yeah this is a business that we've been like sort no, of stealth no. rolling out for a little uh-huh. while it's just kind of like a soft launch um, we always know that you know when you're getting down the dumps you're thinking about the death of two and a half year olds to brain cancer the best thing to sort of <clears> cure those momentary woes is to just gnaw a little bit of dark chocolate so um Michael and i have invested cool sort of $120,000 into the chocolate business, and we're proud to announce today the launch of the official Deep Forward Chocolate Podcast. Chocolate. <laughs> Forward. Deep Fault chocolate Deep Forward Chocolate Podcast. It's a spear dish. Um, and uh, we've got three different flavours, Michael. Do you want to go into what they are?
0: Uh, so we've got Raspberry Crust. Raspberry Crust. That's the first we've one. We've got... Lemon
1: Lime Punch. Lemon Lime and Punch. And we've got. Lots of fruity flavors.
0: Yeah. I would just wait. Hold your bridges.
1: Oh, it's not news to me because obviously we collaborated on this. But yeah.
0: Raspberry Cross. Lime Punch. Yep. And.
1: and tomato, tomato sauce. Tomato sauce is the third one. Tomato. Uh, so if Ketchup. you want any of those, just do get in touch with us at Deepwater Gmail account. Like our friend Ivy Feng has. And she writes. Hello, boss. This is my friend, um, Ivy. She's one of our employees. Hey, how are you? Question mark. Thanks, Ivy. This is Ivy from the Guangzhou Jinxing Plastic Product Factory Co. Ltd. Nice to contact you here. Um. I'm so glad to know that you're searching for chocolate packing because we come from Guangzhou. It has more than 17 years for the OEM and ODM customized experience. Help customers. Opening mold. Average two kinds per month. Output. 50 million pieces tray. Colour. Sliver. Golden, chocolate, etc. Material, PET, PP, PS, plastic, paper. Our product is full of high feedback. Deeply loved by the customer group. Already serviced for more than 30 counties. <laughs> 30 counties. Can you believe it? We know much I... about this field. And if you're looking for a new supplier, if you want to get the highest, most cost-effective item, please don't
0: hesitate <clears throat> to contact me. I thought they were provinces. No, Counties. Yeah.
1: Uh, just doing counties, and they've attached just a really um, interesting photo of some of the molds that they can offer. So um, she she signs off uh, online. Wait for your response. Best regards, Ivy. Which is you know promising. I think that we're we're probably only two or three weeks away from our chocolate shipping.
0: I'm quietly impressed by your confident uh, pronunciation of Guangzhou. Yeah, I mean I've visited it so. You've, you've you've had a cheeky layover there. Had a cheeky
1: layover.
0: Do, do you, only, you only really have layovers? There. Do you, did you go to Guangzhou?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you go to Guangzhou, you might as well, you know, see the sights.
0: Which is what? There's stuff the chocolate to do there? factory. Yeah. <laughs> Willy Wonka spending his retirement.
1: <laughs> <at> Guangzhou. <laughs> yeah, you know, just trying some different flavors.
0: Um, I just had a thought while you were doing all that um, thing.
1: Mailbag. Why? Mailbag. It's the weekly mailbag. Deep thoughts, Ooh. mailbag. You not? You're, I, we went there for the harmonies today, which is a bit disappointing. Yeah, because you interrupted me. so it was just a bit of formalities to get to. But who, who are you going to again? dinner with?
0: Uh, at this stage, I don't have anyone to go to dinner with. Oh, you're just I've, going out to I've dinner. Asked, I've asked someone, um, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm not joking. I've made a booking for two. I don't have a, I don't have two yet. <laughs> it's just because you don't want to make a booking for one. I'm still going to go. I think I'll still have a good time. I'm, the the I'm last ca- thing you
1: want to do is call up for a restaurant and say, "I'd like to make a reservation for one, please." If yes, you're a but, one, you just always have to walk in.
0: But do I? What's worse, booking? Yeah, booking for one or got a uh, booking for two and then just being one. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, if for I go- one. No, if I book for two and then they feel like I've got stood up, might get a free, free beverage. Exactly. That's why booking for one is so worse. Yeah. Although, yeah. actually, booking Don't for one book for requires
1: one. a certain kind of swagger. Yeah. If you walked in with your, new, you with your new walk and you're like, yeah, I'm just fucking having dinner by myself, man. Yeah. It depends on you want. And I knew this going in. You know? True.
0: No, I actually quite like that. I might change it to one.
1: Yeah. And then when you're like, oh, sorry, I found this girl and she's come with me. Then you're kind of like, you got double cred. You're like, I've booked for one, but now I've like, I've picked up someone in between my booking and this.
0: Very nice. That's what I might do. I might do that. I might just say, does anyone want to have dinner with me? I'll paint outside the restaurant. (laughs) Yeah,
1: or even just ask the chef. Hey, man, take a break. Just, just come and oh, sit with that me. That would be fucking badass. I would love that. As a chef or as a customer? No, I feel as like as customer, a chef, just... you're like, thank you. No one has asked
0: whether I want to have food. <laughs> yeah. No one ever asks me <laughs> if I... W- no one ever takes my order. <laughs> Where do we go from here? <laughs> we were trying to um, do the outro. I judgment.
1: mean, th- honestly, like the past 20 minutes probably won't be in the podcast. <laughs>
0: okay,
1: It's been like an hour and a half. Um, um, so it will I just, ca- we'll lose this last bit. But all right. You know. I, go, I, I got to go to dinner. So good. Nice to been cheer. Okay.
0: Peace and love. Send Jeff my regards.
1: He's in Antarctica at the moment, so I can't do that.
0: Oh, fuck yes.
1: Yeah. Oh, and my yeah. sister's in Vietnam, so they're all fucking traveling.
0: I saw your sister on um, the Instagrams. You Is don't look mom... at her
1: fucking Instagram. That's not for you, you creep. <laughs>